This is Disabled Girls Who Lift. We are reclaiming what's rightfully ours one podcast at a time. It's Mary Beth, Chloe, and Marcia bringing you the thoughts and unpopular topics to get you out of that ableist comfort zone. Okay, hello, hello, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning into our show. Happy four month anniversary of Disabled Girls Who Lift. My name is Marcia. I'm from South Florida. Dang, has it really been four months? It's <laughs> Mary Beth from California. So, today's episode, we just wanted to take a little time and appreciate our listeners because we always say representation matters. We always say these conversations are important. But, I mean, on your end, you might not get all the feedback that we're getting so we wanted to share some uh, but of course we still want our dms to be open our emails to be open to be people to be feeling free to share whatever they want with us so i'm not gonna disclose anybody's you know handles or tags or names except for one that I actually did get consent for so that's the disclaimer for that <laughs> so we did want to shout out our latest monthly contributor so if you haven't noticed guys you can click the link for Anchor to support our podcast and be a monthly contributor. So we wanted to shout out our latest one, Kat, because not only did she sign up to contribute, she shared her personal story with us, which I think is pretty cool. And so I wanted to share it with you guys. And if you want to follow her cute little kittens on uh, Instagram, she's at Jumbo Kittens. <laughs> so she's a powerlifter. She trains with Terry. Maybe you know her at TerryBoo621. And she told Kat about our Instagram. And so, mind you, Kat is 37, and she's never really identified as a disabled person. Why? Because she was born with club feet, and it was she had her surgical corrections. So otherwise, to the normal person, her walking around, she's a normal, quote-unquote normal, normal person too. But even though she looked fine, she's always still had chronic pain, degenerative joint problems, mobility issues, but to everyone else that's been invisible. They've never seen that. So lately, uh, I think she said about two years ago, she got new braces that basically help her move her foot and her ankle around better. And she's the most capable she feels in her entire life, the most mobile she feels in her entire life. But now for the first time, people can see her disability. And for her, it's like she's coming out of the closet. And it's kind of unpacking a whole bunch of, you know, that's a lot of baggage to unpack when your whole life you kind of just didn't deal with it. So I really appreciate that she shared that story because to her, hearing us talk about our issues, having our different guests on, talking about their relationships and interactions, the fact that we're, you know, candid, we're unapologetic, we don't give a fuck, we're going to say what we want to say, and that really moves people is amazing. So thank you, Kat, at Jumbo Kittens, for sharing your story. Thank you for allowing us to share our story with our listeners also, because you never know who needs to hear what you're going through to help them get through their own thing, you know? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And don't ever apologize for sharing your personal story, especially if it's been a lifelong process of questioning yourself. Um, I know that's actually how Marcy and I started this thing. (laughs) She would send me her own DMs and say, like, I don't even know if I consider myself as disabled. And that was when, you know, invisible disabilities weren't getting as much rep as now. And, you know, even if you go through all these surgeries, go through, take pain medications, whatever it is that you do, 
um, you know, considering yourself disabled doesn't have to be a bad thing. I know some of us try to use, I don't know, other terminology like differently abled or, but we've kind of, we've gotten a hold of that and reclaimed that word for ourselves and not seen it as a negative thing because of what we're able to do with it. Like our capability doesn't change because of that title. Yeah, um, and I think that's a lot of where the struggle comes because when someone hears disabled, they think, okay, old dude in a mobility scooter. Okay, mm-hmm. he has that big clunky van. Oh, you need all the space for the handicapped spot. Like, oh, you just stay at home all day. Somebody wipes your ass. And, and yeah. like, that's not the picture. That's not it. <laughs> but even then, it's really funny because like, there's so many able-bodied people who are like, well, I'm not disabled. I don't need to worry about that. Or I don't center my life or my company or my rules or my laws against people with disabilities. But you really should because everybody will become disabled at some point in their life. You know, even if that's not at 80 or 90 years old, like anything can happen. And you have to consider somebody with a wheelchair, somebody that walks around in crutches or, you know, like... Everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody. It's everybody all the time. You never know. You never know what's going to happen to you. Because you, you can get into a car accident. You can have some crazy flu. You could have, you know, dengue fever. And next thing you know, you have some weird-ass transverse myelitis and your hands don't close anymore. Like, you never know. So get off your uppity-abled high horse. <laughs> because, like, this this life is short and fragile. So, like... Just you might as well take the time to be like, all right, who's out here? Oh, they look different. Okay, cool. Like that's it. It's not uh, that hard. Yeah, and it's not that hard. And, and it's still, you know, like everybody has. They go through their own process, and when you're first diagnosed as something new, or you know, it's because disabilities have such a bad rep, because chronic illnesses have such a bad rep, you automatically think that your life is over. Right. You think that it, it's done for you. But, like, looking at all these other people online, like, this community that we've built or at least starting to have conversations with, like, it helps that mentality. It helps to break that stigma that, like, look at these bad bitches doing strongman. Just out here like, existing. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And, like whole lives starting families whatever it is that you want to do fucking swimming out in the ocean what (laughs) yeah exactly nobody with a spinal cord injury is gonna ever picture themselves you know from what what we what we decide as a society is disabled and what paralysis means they're not gonna picture themselves like vanessa Cantu swimming in the ocean you know they're not gonna picture themselves like the um like the the dancing uh, girls. What's their what's their little group called? Chelsea's group. I forgot the actual group's name. Um, LA Roulettes. Yeah, Roulettes. Nobody's gonna picture themselves as Roulettes, like fucking killing it with some dance moves. Like nobody pictures that. They just picture like looking out a window and being sad and just like not not thriving. Right. And I love too that it's not just we don't just show like what we do in sports, like our PRs and we also show the struggle of having to or they also show the struggle of having to take their wheelchair all over the place, how to like put gas in their car when they're on a road trip to a competition, you know? Um, because it doesn't have to be a hassle or you know, this is just everybody's normal lives. 
Yeah, so we're, you're not painting a picture of, okay, I'm disabled, so I have to be sad and I can't thrive anymore. But we're also not picturing the unrealistic picture of, okay, so what? You could do anything you want. Any, like, yeah, sure, anything is possible, but like, this shit's still going to be hard. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and if you do have those days where you where it is depressive and you do want to stay inside, like, that's true, too. That shit happens to everybody. Exactly. And it's um, so bringing up this story about how she said her stuff is invisible to everybody it just reminded me of something. So I don't know if you missed it on on my quad squad um, Instagram. I posted like a quote that was like, stop assuming health based on size. <clears throat> and then some some white guys got in there and they felt some type of way <laughs> and said some ignorant fucking shit. That went on for days. It went on for days. They were so butthurt. But, like, these people really exist, and they really think these things. Like, he really thought, like, oh, if somebody is offended that you tell them they lost weight, that's their fault. And, oh, you could tell if somebody's on chemo. Like, oh, you could tell if somebody's unhealthy. Like, no, you can't. You Not can't. You can't tell. And On the outside. No, it's all on the outside. So when you're dealing with an invisible illness, and, you know, in all reality, like, I'm not gonna get any better you know there's no get well soon like this is it so when you're dealing with that every day and there are people out there just invalidating it just saying oh no they're fine you could tell or there's always <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel yeah. like i used to say that and i'm like nah i can't i can't do that anymore because for many people there isn't and there's just a way that sh- they're able to adapt to it like live their lives with their illness exactly. and that's totally fine there has doesn't have to be a light maybe something lighter than dark <laughs> <laughs> there's always a dimmer switch at the end of the tunnel <laughs> oh gosh like so much down to percent <laughs> my life of 75 <laughs> oh Alexa actually answered you shoot sorry <laughs> that's why yeah dimmer switches for the life um and i do and i do appreciate also that we've been getting so many conversations started about so many different things because there are people that will message us and say you know i don't even work out i don't even lift i don't even exercise but i'm super excited to hear you guys talking about spoonies yeah just like the representation of the variation of disabilities invisible or not and I love that we've been able to find these dope-ass guests who, by the way, if you're ever a guest on our podcast, you will forever be a part of our family and our community, so you're always welcome back. Um, we love hearing about, you know, how you live your dailies. We love about the interactions that you go through um, with your daughters, in the gym, you know, just going out to the grocery store, whatever. But it, it helps represent our listeners, and that's literally what every company should do. Work on their representation very intentionally. And if that means, you know, multiple disabilities, varying body sizes, um, races and ethnicities, everything. Exactly. And that's that's kind of what's the point of this podcast is that we're not just here. I mean, you know, disability awareness isn't that great already. Right. So. On top of that, you as a disabled person, you want to find somewhere where you feel like you belong and you can connect with. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is not just an inspiration porn site. Like, this, is, this isn't this is just 
you know, this isn't just like a shout out page. Like, no, this is supposed to be meaningful. Yeah. And so when you guys send us messages and when you guys just share stories, share our posts to your, you know, to your Instagram story and say, hey, this episode was awesome. You guys should listen to this. Like all of those things mean so much. I cry. And even if it's in a DM, you know, obviously we won't share your names or your handle like Marcia said. But like knowing that there are other people out there with RA knowing that there are other spoonies or you know we get stories about um we have you know we got recently got a story about her spinal injury and scoliosis and it's great to hear that even we're not alone we keep saying that you're not alone but then yeah we're not alone and (laughs) everybody's dealing with you know like we always say everybody's story is different but when you find these commonalities you can you know, you could we can go home. You can go home. You can lay in your bed at night. And you're like, okay, I'm not fucking crazy. This is mm-hmm. this is this is stuff that happens, and some of it's not okay. Like, okay, whew. You know, like the um the person that DM'd us about scoliosis. The biggest thing she was like, my doctor said it's okay for me to lift, and I get so much hate. I get mm-hmm. so many comments of people that are like, you shouldn't do that. You're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> And it's like, no, we're not broken. We're we're capable. We got this. And and sometimes even from coaches, right? Like a coach, um, you know, can look at you and say, I don't know if you're coachable. And that could be the biggest heartbreak ever because you're already taking the time out to get the fuck out of your house, yep. to pay for a gym membership, to pay for a personal trainer. And they're going to just look at your back and say that you can't lift like... yeah that's that must be crushing i cannot so thank you guys always always and forever for sharing your stories Mm -hmm. and the thing you mentioned about coaches too is like i I hope that we can help coaches also realize how this affects somebody's Mm -hmm. life entirely and their lifting because there are people out there and, and i've talked to them and i've met them and you know they'll ask me like okay how do you do your programming and like what do you do about this and what do you do about that because like my coach doesn't really get it or you know my coach gets frustrated if i tell him that i don't feel good he tells me it's all in my head like these conversations are happening between us and like everybody needs to get into the loop we, like, we yeah. all have to get on that same page yeah exactly and then even hearing outside of our sport really big you know organizations like wheelwad and how it grew from something so small and now they have adaptive training classes for pts that want to teach people crossfit or strongman like so you know what it's actually like to coach a person with a disability somebody with cs um sci or you know someone yeah, with a limb difference anything like that there are tools yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a part of starting the conversation and getting ourselves out there is that we're going to bring able-bodied people in because, I mean, we're, we're existing together, mm-hmm. you know. We're not excluding ourselves. We're If anything, we're bringing ourselves up. And I think that's the other thing that I'm really happy that people get the point of our podcast is that we're not trying to – it's kind of like I don't know if you ever see a post where somebody says, like, oh, good morning to black women today, you guys – have a nice day and somebody will comment like oh what about about Hispanic yeah what about Hispanic women like no you know like it's that that sort of thing where somebody says uh you know women supporting women and they'll say well what about this and that like no we're not excluding ourselves we're not trying to set ourselves apart we're not trying to be divisive 
Exactly. We're literally a, a segment of this population that gets shit on, and we're trying to bring ourselves up. Yeah, and I'm really <laughs> glad you mentioned that because, yeah. like, there's always people who are like, oh, what about d- disabled men who lift? Or what about people who aren't disabled? Like, you're allowed to follow us. You're allowed to listen to podcasts. And I do love hearing the stories of people without disabilities who still have some, you know, common interests when we talk about, um, you know, intersectionality and, you know, unpacking all of the crazy childhood experiences. Um, my own coach who followed me, who, who's been by my side for almost oof, seven, seven years, um, you know, had very similar experiences of being a Filipino trying to assimilate with, um, you know, the Latino, <laughs> yeah. the Latino community that he grew up around or forgetting how to speak your native tongue, like little things like that. It could be for you, but what we're trying to do is center the conversation around women with disabilities. It doesn't mean we're excluding everybody else's, but once we center that conversation, um, everything else just falls into line because one, you're accessible. One, you're talking about everybody else that's constantly forgotten. Yeah. And like, Everything else just falls into place. Exactly. And just in case somebody thought it wasn't clear, trans women are women. We're including all of that also. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to be non-binary, like, that's cool. You can vibe with us, too. We happen to identify as a gender, but that doesn't exclude those that don't. And it's, and we talk about fake feminism. We talk about, quote-unquote, white feminism that doesn't <laughs> provide intersectionalities to others you know um we try very hard to talk about body positivity and just everything else but sometimes we make mistakes you know we try not to generalize disabilities and say one size fits all so we still try and showcase that everyone is unique in their own way everybody has their own experiences but if there's something that we we catch off correct us <laughs> we're fine with that yeah. We're not yeah, gonna blow we're, up. yeah, call us out. We're fine with it, and that that happens to me on on my on my businesses all the time, and I'm fine with that. You know, I might get a DM that's like, "Hey, you said you're for all bodies on Quad Squad, but like your shirt only goes to two X." Like, damn, you're you're fucking right. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like if you're doing something for people and you yep. can't accept people's feedback, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense so yeah definitely if you hear something you're like eh I don't know guys just, that's fine we could talk about it and we'll bring it up we'll hash it out like um, you know last episode I was talking with Dana about coaching and whatever and she brought up some names and like later I listened to it I was like mm, cringe <laughs> cringe what names what are you talking about <laughs> I mean, you know, her daughter does the Meg Squats program, which is awesome. She's moving. She's doing something. It's affordable because I think it's like eight bucks a month. Like, it doesn't cost anything. But Meg Squats is, like, problematic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you want to call us out for stuff like that, call us out, you know? Or yeah. if I say something that is offensive to people with mental health issues or, you know, if, if you don't feel like we're being body positive enough, if you want to see some more brown bodies, you want to see this, you want to see that, or if you have someone that you'd love to be on the show or you want to be on the show, we're open. We're open to everything. 
it's a learning process for everyone. So as we're learning, as we're progressing, our listeners are learning and progressing as well. Like when we put out that episode on how to treat your token disabled friend, how to fight ableism, things like that. Like there are still people that say they come out of these um, cultural sensitivity classes hella confused. They come out of these like, you know, they're trying to do better and it's not working and and it's like, well, maybe we need to change our framework. Maybe we do need to center our conversations around people of color, black women, disabled people, trans people. Like, once we change that framework and also be open to people's criticism and not take it personally, then you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll be fine. Exactly. Exactly. That's the key. That's the key to life. Take that with you wherever you go. Stop <laughs> taking shit personal, okay? Not <laughs> <laughs> everyone is perfect. We're yeah. not perfect. So I think I think that was definitely another episode that did get a lot of um, a lot of love, a lot of shout outs, a lot of shares, and a lot of conversations going. Was that token disabled episode? Mm-hmm. And that's from. People with disabilities saying, like, yo, this conversation about ableism right here, like, this makes sense. Yeah. Like, this, this, this is it. And also, people who've never heard the term, like, oh, all right, I guess I get it. Because even my own husband, I've tried to explain inspiration porn to him, like, a million times. Sometimes you just need to hear, like, the right conversation and the right set of words for you to just click. Like, oh, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Because I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in the past, or I mean, even now, people think of people with disabilities and they're like, oh, they get benefits, they get, you know, front of the line passes, they get handicapped parking spots, they're lucky. Like, why are there so many handicapped parking spots? Mm-hmm. All, and so they're like, ableism doesn't exist. What what even is ableism? And it's like, well, if you see somebody that's in a wheelchair somewhere, if you see somebody that's missing a hand or like, do you feel sorry for them? Do you right. feel as though you shouldn't? Like, you're lucky because you are able-bodied. There you go. That's ableism. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I see myself <laughs> as above you. You're, okay. <laughs> Let's work yes. on that. And and I'm glad you brought that up because in, the, in that vein of ableism, we also appreciate people reaching out to us saying, look, I saw this shit and it wasn't cool. Can you help me oh, figure this out? Yeah. Because... <laughs> This that that happens a lot, and like we've said before, when you encounter ableism, like not everybody's an activist, not everybody's Rosa Parks, you know, not everybody's there, like not everybody has that, and we don't ask everyone to go out and be a crusader for justice, like that's not everybody's role. But if yeah. you see something and you're like, I wish something could be done about this, tell us about it. We'll help you out. That's fine. Yeah. That's what that's what community does. It helps each other out, lift each other up, and help each other out. We so, are advocates. Exactly. Yeah, so we got, yeah. so did we get a response at all from that gym, by the way? For that? Yeah. So for some of you who don't follow our Instagram or any of our personal pages, the person that Mars is talking about shared with us a parking sign outside of her gym that made her and, of course, her daughter feel uncomfortable who did have a disability. It was a picture of a wheelchair and it said, leg day parking here. And what Marcy and I basically, you know, told the gym was uh, disabilities are not a punchline. You know, this is this is real life. That's like something toxic, I think, about the fitness industry and that they they think like one leg day or one super intense day, which whatever keeps him in bed 
they feel like they can joke around about being disabled and it's it's so unfair and gross um, so we ask them to remove it or we ask them to do a number of things at least be a lot more conscious about that kind of shit yeah she wrote them an actual letter and she didn't get a response either and yeah. and i'm sorry that's not good enough and that's, that's somebody who's a member of your gym i member yeah. of your community and her daughter too is like trying to get fit with a disability and you're making it not a safe space for her what the fuck you're not taking that extra second to just think oh. about because i okay it it requires it requires a lot it requires a lot a lot of things that people don't give a shit about self-awareness mindfulness like nobody cares about that like it requires you to be self-aware like i'm going to walk into every space like okay i'm a black woman i'm a spoonie i power lift i do strong men i'm not fat i'm not trans i don't understand what they go through you know, like, I'm going to think about the things that I'm not a part of and how what I'm doing can affect them. So mm. that requires a little level of self-awareness, a little level of mindfulness. Like, you had to take a couple of minutes and be like, okay, I, I I can walk on my two legs. I don't use a wheelchair. I wonder how a person in a wheelchair would think would think about this sign. And obviously they didn't do that shit because mm. they put the sign up. Yeah, and, like, the stupid <clears throat> responses where it's like, oh, you comedy is so different now. Everybody's so sensitive. These social oh, justice players. Like, snowflake. Oh, SJWs. PC. I gotta be so PC now. I'm sorry. You can't be a dick anymore. And it's not like we're attacking your, you know, ability to comprehend. Well, sometimes we are. But it's not like we're attacking your person. We're not attacking your, like, who you are just like be more conscious be more aware aware of like the stuff that you put out and this could be a learning experience for you because you probably with that sign you know turn 20 40 people away from your business and if you start showing that you are open to people with disabilities or you know inclusive or a safe space then maybe your business can actually fluctuate so you're welcome and, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you get you can't be a dick anymore. I'm sorry that you now you have to be uncomfortable. Like, really? Really? <laughs> you'll be like, you'll be okay. Like, what? Come on. <laughs> yeah. And it's two different types of discomfort. Uncomfortable, like, oh, you kind of wedge in your seat a little bit versus uncomfortable to the mother and the child who's trying to lift with the disability and like probably quits for the month because of you. Because, yeah. you know, your sign was very hurtful or very demeaning or what have you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those are very, very different levels of discomfort. Exactly. So, listeners, again, always thank you. We love you. Able-bodied, trans, non-binary, fat, thin, black, white, in a chair, walking. We don't give a shit. Listen to us. Love us. We love you. Talk to us. Share your stories. Mwah. If you need to bust down some doors, we'll bust them down with you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty scary. Good. Good. Exactly. I want you to think of disabled people and be intimidated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> we are out here. All right. Disabled Girls out. Thanks for listening to Disabled Girls Who Left. We appreciate all of your support and everyone who's taken the time to show us some love. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, or write a review of our channel. 
We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, and more. You can also find us on Instagram at Disabled Girls Who Lift.